Yep, we can hear you, Jen. How are you? Great. How are you guys? Enjoying a lovely uh, Saturday. I almost forgot what day. I'm a working man now, and I still almost wow. forgot. I still almost forgot what uh, day it was. Wow. It was you... glorious. I slept till 11. Ooh, I'm oh. jealous. You know what? I've So I've been getting up at like before 6 a.m. You bet your Ooh. ass this morning. Woke up before 6 a.m. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Did you nap at least? I did. I, I took a nice two-hour nap. I did a, I did a two to four nap. Yeah, that's exactly what I did, too. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, Jen, you big napper? I am. I tried not to nap today. I had stuff to do. <laughs> you know what? Napping's the ultimate form of procrastination. That's what I say. Being unconscious is better than getting <laughs> things done, if you ask me. <laughs> It is, but I got plenty of sleep today, so. Oh, yeah. I actually kind of like it because now I know that I've taken a nap and I am able to stay up past 9.30 to 10 tonight. Whoa. So I'll be, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for a long night. They got a long night ahead of me. This homeboy's going to party. <laughs> yeah, I got to take a lot of naps so I can see my husband sometimes because he works night shift. Oh, oh yeah. really? Oh. So sometimes, like, I'll like take a nap at like 5 p.m. and then wake up at 10 so I can just like hang out with him for a couple hours until I'm sleepy again. Sure. Is <laughs> there to go back to sleep? Is there anything worse than when you're like dead tired but you still can't nap? I hate that. Yep. I hate yep. it. Cuz your mind's all racing. Yeah. Yeah. That's and then when I can't go to bed early ever. My brain won't let me. I get that. <laughs> yep. I, I get that. Why is Okay, sleeping's obviously extremely vital. For humans to survive, and yet it's the most complicated thing ever. Yep, I, I don't, don't know. Get it. Yeah, we're we're terrible. We're terrible. <laughs> I don't get it. It used to be you would sleep at night because that's when the predators were out. Mm. That's when the saber toothed tigers mm. and shit were hunting for mm-hmm. a little man meat. <laughs> but nowadays, there's like no reason, and that's why that homeboy in the 1700s tried to reinvent the sleep schedule. Like you'd sleep for four mm-hmm. hours, you'd be awake for four hours, sleep for four hours, awake for four hours. Instead of passing out all at once at night. I don't know if I could do that. Me neither. That sounds insane. Nope. It's a no for me. I've I've learned we'll uh so now I'm working in a clinic, right? And they made us watch a whole bunch of videos about organs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I've learned how wonderful the human body is and how and just like a vehicle. How many different things can go wrong oh, with a fucking yeah. human's body? My yeah. God. The fact that we live till usually about 80 years old is like miraculous. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love physiology. I have half a nursing degree. Oh, really? That's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got time. Yeah. My car blew up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When I was finished in community college, I had this uh, 1973 Volkswagen Super Beetle. Uh, my dad got it for me when I was 14 or 15 because that was my dream car. Is that Bundy's car? Uh, I'm not sure what year he had, okay, but yeah. it was it was neon green, and uh, I am not mechanically inclined, and neither is my father. Sure. So he just kind of like pinned it on me. He's like, work a part-time job and, <laughs> and put put money into it, but it was a money pit, oh, and yeah. then no one, no one wanted to work on it, so I had to find some guy that was like 45 minutes out from me like to work on it and that poor little thing was like a go-kart and could barely make it on the highway. <laughs> what are are those the ones that they had they put the Porsche engines into them? Like the seventies? They do. Yeah. They do. 
I remember yeah. those. He had to open the trunk to work on them. Oh, uh-huh. it was mid-engine, huh? Huggies. Uh, yeah, the engine's in the back. Yeah, and yeah. Then you got a little trunk in the front. I remember and them. Mine caught on fire all the time. Ooh, that's just insane. Just blow spark plugs, <laughs> and it would uh, ice up on the inside in the winter time. Oh. So scraping the windshield. It was terrible. And my dad's just like, deal with it. It's your car. And then... Uh, <laughs> that's what driving used to be, an mm. event. Mm-hmm. You never know if you're going to blow up on the side of the road or something. Yeah, it's your car. And then eventually the clutch, uh, like the, the bottom was so rusted out, the clutch like basically went through the floor <laughs> and it was so bad and then so i ended up having to like ride my bike to college like the community college yeah okay it was, like it was like two and a half miles away and then work was like four miles away Ooh, from that and then that. yeah i couldn't go to university because uh where i live the public transportation doesn't extend out this far sure like the legislators were super uh, racist and uh, oh. didn't didn't want the Metrolink getting extended out this way. Oh. So they like shut it down. So we don't have buses. We don't have the Metrolink. We don't have anything out here. So I just had to walk or ride my bike. So and, and that's not worked. feasible. No, not yeah, six miles a be, day. Yeah, I had to work to be able to afford a car, and then I had a car payment, so I couldn't quit working. <laughs> It's a, it's a good, it sounds like America in a nutshell right there. Capitalist conspiracy. I mean, you're biking that much at that point, instead of paying for the car, you might as well be trying to win whatever Lance Armstrong was winning. The Tour de France. Tour de France. Yeah. 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 Did you consider getting blood transfusions in between stops to like keep you going? (laughs) Did you think about that at all? What is that, blood doping? Yeah. yeah. Is that what they called it when he did it? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. blood doping where they, uh, what do they do? They they train in like Denver or something, something in high altitude, and then they like save their blood so that it's like extra oxygenated Ugh. and stuff. Ugh. Jesus. That makes gross. me sick. That makes me sick. So was he getting like, do they have like little pit stops and then he just like... They quickly swap the blood out like an oil chain, like a NASCAR race. Yeah, that's or like, exactly what's it. Going Ew. On here? Ew, I can't imagine that. I used to donate blood all the time. Oh. I, can't, I can't imagine. Ugh. Blood, we all have blood, Ugh. but it is kind yes. of gross. It's a seawater simulation, if you believe in evolution. It's like, it's real salty. <laughs> So it's like we took the sea with us when we left the ocean. Yeah. Well, it, well, it tastes irony. Mm-hmm. Gives you that little metal bite in your mouth. Definitely. I haven't tasted blood in quite a while. But Do you know what uh, makes your poop black? So if you're pooping black, mm. go to the ER mm. pronto because okay. you have internal yeah, bleeding. Blood. Okay. But if it's fresh blood when it comes out, you're okay. You're fine. That's just your hemi. Okay. That's just your hemi saying hello. I learned a lot about hemorrhoids, Adam. Did you? <laughs> yes, the the clinic I work at, if you have an internal hemorrhoid, yeah. they can put a little bandy on them. Yeah, and take they right starve care of it, it out uh-huh. like they like how they uh uh take the testicles off bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I learned oh. you're supposed to I I've learned a lot about where <laughs> maybe I've been neglecting my own fiber intake. True. Cuz uh, <laughs> if you have like the basic line of fiber intake, you will avoid hemorrhoids. Really? Yeah. So you got to keep, make sure you're eating enough fiber. Otherwise, you'll develop that from strain on your anal cavity. On your butthole. Uh Get one of those squatty potties. Mm -hmm. Prop yourself up. Uh, Do you think those work? I have no idea. You (laughs) elevate your legs. I've seen them. 
Never tried it myself. I'm just too to, like, tall. Like simulate like the like the Eastern way of pooping. Like they have like the like the squatty. The the whole toilets. The whole <laughs> yeah, that's the why they're like so good at squatting. <laughs> yeah, the dude they keep their feet fucking planted. They keep their toes on the fucking perfect floor. balance. Seriously, I bet they have no hip or bank or back pain at all. I mean, I don't know if I could. I we've been spoiled as Americans. True. I don't know, like. It, Going number two for me is not just about the act of going. There's like a a comfort level. Yeah, you got to feel relaxed. Temperature. Uh huh. Humidity's got to be at a perfect whatever percent. It's just I have to be in the zone. Yep. And before you, when I smoke cigarettes, I used to have to have a cigarette before while oh. I was going. Oh, while you were shitting. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Ultimate relaxation. Now those would usually just get the party started for me. After uh-huh. a, after a <laughs> cup of coffee and a cigarette, I would be making my beeline for the toilet. Apparently, apparently, coffee and caffeine's not good for that uh, aspect yeah, okay. of your body. I I don't know. Isn't good for your poopy? Uh, your your GI tract. No. Hmm. 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 Yeah. It's a, I've learned a lot, and I feel slightly more knowledgeable now, <laughs> even good. though I didn't, I mean, I'm sure you were in the same shoes, Jen. I didn't necessarily like looking at cancerous organs repeatedly, but <laughs> uh, it wasn't for me. Well, then uh, Candice, uh, I don't know if you know her, she kept sending me this like Instagram link for like gross diseases posts or something like or gross Ooh, internal no. one. I'm like, I don't want to see that, man. No, no. I'm not into no, that. No, 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 no. I had enough of that. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I have a limit, okay? So I, what I, do they, yeah. do they call you like technician yeah. Cody or what? What do they call you up well, there? An endoscopy technician. Jesus Christ. So uh, we, we were talking off the show. Uh, they do up, upper endoscopy and lower colonoscopy, so... I don't. I think the tool is called an, an endoscopy scope. Okay. Yeah. But they do both. Okay. So, but they have different sizes, obviously. Yeah, I know. I that was the one thing I asked after they put the thing in my butt. Hmm. I said, "Excuse <laughs> me, are you make sure that's a different cord that you're gonna put down my mouth now?" And they said, "Oh, don't worry about it. Just oh, have some more drugs ew. and go back to <laughs> Twilight." Oh, sleep. D- you had both ends. Yeah, I had them both at the same time. You had upper yeah. and lower. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah they... my sister had to get that uh, an endoscopy because she had some health issues and figured out she had, what is it, alert, allergic esophagitis or something? Ooh. Or like her, uh, her esophagus kind of like spasms where oh. she can't. Yep. I, I, they were talking stuff. all about that. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. They said, I think for that, I don't know if you can confirm this, you take an inhaler. And then you you push it in your mouth, but you swallow it. I've never heard of that. Yeah, just... that's what they. I think that's what they're saying because it it shoots the steroids into your esophagus. It gets then. like the albuterol down your throat. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'll have to ask her about that because yeah, she just had to like stop like eating some of her like food allergy triggers and stuff like that. That's a big thing for it too. That yeah. is a very big thing for it too. Uh the the coolest one I saw was when someone's esophagus like closes, you know, and mm-hmm. they can't get food down there and they basically take like a big pry thing, push it down there and then open it back up. Yes, yes. my mom had to get that done too. Really? Like she has like, scarring, scarring in her esophagus and every once in a while if she eats like a tough meat like steak or something, it'll get stuck. Oh, She'll have to go no. to the hospital mm. and they'll have to stretch her. 
It'll get stuck like in the scar tissue or something. Yeah. Oh, that's about yeah. the most nightmarish thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's terrible. Horrifying. It's... Yeah, it, it happened like before my grandfather's wake, and we were like late to it. And <laughs> I got signed out of school. It's like, like I didn't think I was supposed to be signed out of school. They're like, go home. Oh boy. <laughs> like your mom's in the hospital. Oh my god. <laughs> it, it's pretty crazy. Like we get to go in the room. And like, give them the tool for it, so you can like kind of see it on the on the TV or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty rad. Pretty That's I, cool. It, it's very cool. I guess you know whatever, whatever to help them. But I didn't even know that could happen <laughs> to somebody. You know, terrible, terrible. That's yeah. because we're a we're a gross meat bag mm. that just tries so hard to live every day. <laughs> Once you look exactly. at a colon, you realize how gross of a meat bag oh. we actually oh. are. <laughs> Poor colon. Uh, yeah. What it... a shitty job. <laughs> so anyway, your car exploded, and then you just decided you couldn't go to nursing school anymore? Well, you couldn't. Couldn't yeah, with all I the had, commuting. Yeah, I had no way. I couldn't, like... Well, college was free because in Missouri, we have, like, this A-plus program where if you tutor kids and have enough hours, they'll pay for your community college. Yeah, that's, so that's pretty rad. Yeah, that's great. But that's that just more free. time <laughs> and not having a car to do the tutoring. So that's not that's yeah, not great. And, yeah, I just ended up I worked in home health for five years, like and then that uh lost those years. Lost five years. <laughs> what what is home health? Uh like be home health, behavioral health. I uh took care of people with developmental disabilities, mm. like oh. in their homes. Oh. They're called uh ICL or no, ISL homes, and you basically, like, make them as independent as possible. I see. But you, like, help them with their medication and their food preparation and just, like, daily, like, stuff. Is it, like, a shared home or is it independent, like, actual independent, like, they have their own apartments and stuff like that? It's shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. usually they have, like, one or two roommates. Cool. I was actually like an assistant manager and I managed two homes. It was crazy. And then I got way burnt out. Oh, yes, I suppose. Yes. I got very burnt out. I did this like kind of um, um, like this assistant manager position that didn't exist. So they're basically like taking advantage of me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Just lumping everything on lumping you. Lumping everything. It's like, oh, you are a manager in training. So oh. you're, you're going to do all this extra oh work God. and we're not going to pay you. Hell yes. So, yeah. So I basically did like a lot of manager stuff. And then they would always hire outside managers. They wouldn't be like put out like a call like to anybody inside the company. They would just hire all these outside people. I would be like. Come on. I've, I've never understood why companies do that. No. Like what? Because you know the shit that's going down. You know what's messed up. And oh. they don't want. <laughs> Middle management. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it just seems like if you're hiring an outside manager who is not aware of the processes and everything, it would make it more complicated to continue yeah. a smooth operation. But then you don't have to address the problems because that guy doesn't nope. know about them. Or and he'll be a yes man. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe there's not enough yes men. Absolutely. That's terrible. But now that... I work in banking, so. How do you like that? Uh, it's fine. She deals um... with poop and cocaine. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't deal with actual cash. I deal with checks. Oh right, checks, checks, checks. I, I do not checks. as much sometimes, poop and sometimes cocaine. Sometimes I do cash. Like um, I work in a lockbox, which is like a shared PO box, okay. and uh, companies send their their payments. 
to that P.O. box and we process them. We have these big old machines. I work on the wholesale side, which is a lot of like medical companies and um, manufacturing companies. Well, I bet okay. you see some big checks. Then. <laughs> I do. I see lots, I lose lots of money. And Hell then the yeah. retail side is like uh, utility bills. Internet and stuff, you know, like the string of numbers at the bottom of your utility bill. Mm-hmm. Like that goes with a check through a machine and then oh. it connects it to your account. Oh, very cool. So you don't so. really have to deal with customers necessarily. No, no. That's okay. great. Yeah. I put in my headphones and just leave me alone. That's so good. <laughs> I was, yeah. I'm going to break down these checks. I was a little sad when I found out I will not be able to listen to podcasts at work. But you know what? Look, it's people's health. I gotta be. Yeah. I gotta be paying attention. You gotta be alert. Yeah. Oh but man. When I heard you say bank, Jen, I was thinking because uh, Bianca and my sister work at a bank, and their number one complaint right now. Any wild guess of what that would be? Customers. Uh, no? Anti-maskers. Yes. Yeah. Customers. Oh yeah. yeah. God. Oh ooh, no. 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 What? What is it? Always like I gotta prove something. You're not going to yeah. make me wear a mask. I got, I got something I'm to prove. I'm having enough of those types of people right now. Because nobody's <sighs> ever, if all of those people have never heard of the Spanish flu. Mm. All of them have never heard of it because it was 100 years ago. Well, you know that was made up by the Obamas and Clintons. They found out <laughs> that masks stopped the fucking Spanish flu mm-hmm. in 1918. They figured out if you wear a mask, it'll stop the fucking Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. And now we're having the same problem, but people it's are your less. Right. You're uh, infringing upon their rights. That's yeah, right. I know. My, well, like, the, the important thing, I think everybody, and I have a feeling most of our listeners are very sensible people, but the most important thing that I remember from when they're looking at the Spanish flu is people started wearing masks, and then when their cases started going down, they're like, oh, we don't need these anymore, yeah. and then it's like, yeah. right up again, so it's like, yeah. you got, it went up. you. it's like a... But I would like for us to get to that point mm, first, mm. where it's like, uh, hey, we don't need these anymore, instead of, we really fucking need these, because <laughs> by January, there's going to be bodies in ice trucks outside. I have to wear safety glasses and a thick fucking mask all day, so if wow. I can do it... Anybody can do it, goddammit. Including yeah, you can these... get used to it after a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, when we Everybody... worked at Walser, we wore even worse masks all day <laughs> yeah. long, didn't we? Oh, yeah. I know. It's yeah. funny. I had to go in for, like, a the fitting or whatever, and I'm like, ah, don't... I'm not too worried. I had to wear this bulky goddamn respirator all the time. Did they do the thing where they put the cone uh-huh. on your head? Wow, uh-huh. man. But these are, like, medical-grade... You know, sure. whatever yeah. uh, face masks. But uh, yeah, I feel bad. I didn't realize, like, everybody, I w- let's thank the medical community because I didn't realize how short supplied they were. Mm. It's mm-hmm. insane. Mm. And I don't even work somewhere where they deal with COVID people. Can you imagine the nightmare the medical community is with shortage mm-hmm. of supplies dealing with COVID patients? It's insane, man. Terrible. Yeah, my sister's a charge nurse. And, Ooh. uh, yeah, like for a while, like they only had like like a handful of COVID patients, and then all of a sudden, like it got everything got laxed, and like her hospital is like flooded. She doesn't. She works on a orthopedic floor, I think. 
Okay. But like every floor has to have COVID patients now. And mm. they're like at capacity for like patients. Mark my like, word. Mid-January. It's not that far away. There's yeah. going to be bodies they, uh, in trucks. And it puts the strain on the nurses because usually I think they get like like four or five patients. But then like when it's when it's busy, they'll like max them out at like seven. It's Ugh. like mm. seven is mm. too much. Yeah. How are you supposed to care for, for all nurse. those people? Yeah. You can't. People shit will well, slip through it, the cracks. It's caring for all them people, and then all the additional steps you have to do to be mm-hmm. safe. That's right for yourself and for the patient. So it's just like a compounds on top of yourself. Didn't you see the picture of them setting up patients in a parking garage? Bodies mm-hmm. in freezing trucks. Right. I'm telling you, we're mm-hmm. in yeah. trouble. We're in trouble. I, uh, yeah. I uh, process a mail for a food pantry for like a Catholic food pantry. And there were so many dead Meemaws. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Yeah, I had a giant stack. Like, I have to separate it by, like, the cash and the checks, the different stuff. And then if it doesn't have anything in the envelope, I put a big zero on it. And, like, all the notes in it were like, sorry, mom's oh. dead. Sorry, can't donate. Oh, that's so <laughs> sad. Stack. That's so sad. We were up, I think last night, the U.S. was up to 280,000 people. That's insane. That's way too many people. Kiki, what you doing, cat? Okay, Jim, we let's turn this to a lighter note here. Yeah. Let's yes. Th- let's talk about uh I I've seen the pictures. Are I'm not wasn't certain if they're your baby rats or a friend's baby rats. Okay, so it's the ones that we bred. Like my best gotcha. friend dog. Um so she only had two pups and they were all healthy and mom was healthy, which we were very happy about. But it was the perfect amount of babies, one for me, one for her. Aren't, so. Don't they usually have like five or six? Yeah, but they can have up to 18 babies. Ooh, like 18 Jesus. or 20 babies. And I was like, please, please let there not be 20 babies. <laughs> oh, man. Let there not be 20 babies. But there was two, and they were both male. And uh, so I got one, and she got one. Um, do, you, do you have little, to? My, oh. my little guy, his name is Braytac, named okay. after a Stargate character. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Braytac. How... And. Uh, Megan kept uh, the other one, and his name is Hannibal. She names hers after historical <laughs> figures. Oh, she that Hannibal. The, the okay. Car- Hannibal the Burris. General. Yes, the yes. Carthaginian general. <laughs> Cody, your joke is terrible. Yeah. Uh, so. Wait, how can, how can you tell the gender of them? Do you have to wait till they get to a certain age before you can um, tell? Some, some breeders can tell by just, like, the, the anal opening and the, the genitals, okay. like, from birth, but... We weren't as experienced, so we had to wait a couple of weeks, and then their little their little balls develop. Hell yeah! Uh, Hannibal, poor baby, has to get neutered because he's a crypt orchid. I think they call it. Well, one of his testes didn't descend. Mm. So. Okay. I had so, a kid like that in high school. I don't <laughs> want to say his name. Drop? Yeah, they had to have yeah, surgery to get him down. Drop. But he's a cutie. He's a Himalayan. So the the white rat I have, I didn't notice that he was a Himalayan because his points are so light. So he has like a dark point on his nose and like right at like the back of his tail. Wait, and, uh, so the Himalayans are all white? Is that what you said? They, they're white or they're like a tannish cream color. Okay. Oh, that sounds so, fucking awesome. So Very Hannibal cool. turned out to be uh, a Himalayan. And apparently the Himalayans have a temperature sensitive fur. So like the colder it is. Uh, the darker their points get, so the little point on their nose and on their tail. Like, Hannibal's is super dark. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, like a little cool. black piece of coal or something? Or what? Yeah, like a little toasty, toasty marshmallow. Oh. oh, man. And then Braytac, he's hooded. He's so pretty. He's like a dark, 
um, like a dark gray color. And oh. He has a hood, and he's got a little stripe down his back where his body is white. Awesome, that's little cute. Racing stripe. That's, that's very. We cute. didn't get any of the special colorings because the mom is uh blaze, which is kind of like the husky face, like it's like part white, part black. And then uh, she also in her <laughs> lineage she has um, Martin, which is uh like they call it the red eyed devil, which is like <laughs> they, they get uh they have like the darker uh gray fur and then they have red ruby eyes are they like so the they, plague rats or what so they look like halloween rats okay Hell gotcha yeah. gotcha but none of those genes got expressed so well, that's all right you know what that's all right He's a cutie pie yeah so so are most rats eyes black except for yeah. that one yeah then the, you get the the pink-eyed white rats like the albinos sure and the, most of the himalayans have uh have the red eyes too you know that made me wonder like Based on the rat species, their coats, do they, I'm assuming they're specific to like the region that they came from, right? Do you know what I mean? Like if you say Himalayan, I would assume that means it's a cold weather climate. And or it's, it's some uh, racist shit that like they the look like a Himalayan from, people. Uh, from England and Europe. So it's just basically like they, people bred them for that color. Yeah, it's some racist gotcha. shit. Yeah, okay. some racist shit. It's I, probably like this. Yeah, this little guy looks like a Himalayan. Like the, the Siamese cats and the Himalayan cats. It's like like similar to like their markings or whatever. So do you know if they're from the UK? If they prefer uh, crumpets, well, like if you give them to them, <laughs> they come with a little tea and crumpet. Mm. And they prefer cold beans for that breakfast. Sounds, oh, that sounds... <laughs> did you hear Great British Bake Off got in some heat? There was some little reporter that got was talking about how racist they were about Japanese week no. on this season. What? Yeah, it's, it's bullshit. And they were t- bringing up, like, Noel and Martin's... Those are the two side hosts, I think. Mm. I can't remember the little alopecia guy's name. Okay. But they were bringing up their past projects where, like, they did some... Stuff that's not considered PC today. It's like get over it. The show's amazing. Shut your uh, mouth. I've I've never met. I've never seen a more diverse tele like television reality show. Yeah. Than the Great British Bake Off. Never. They have like every culture you could imagine. Every body form, type. Yeah. Everything. Yep. And it's not like anybody's mean to each other because of that or anything. It's just everyone's just there to bake and then get mocked, mocked and ridiculed by. Uh, Hollywood. Two, yeah, two elderly British people. Yes, <laughs> two geriatrics. I mean, to be honest, that should be everybody's goal. Anytime mm. you com- you complete any project, mm. they should have a website where you can video chat with an elderly British person who will mm. judge your work. And if it's good enough, you'll get a handshake, <laughs> a virtual Hollywood handshake. <laughs> you'll you'll know how well it is based ah. on like the different tone of grunts that they make. Mm-hmm. They don't have to say nothing. It's just no. based off the grunts. They're know? a very devolved people. <laughs> they just grunt around at each other. I kind of appreciate it, honestly. Yeah, me too. I don't need a long-winded explanation. I don't need a compliment sandwich. Just tone your grunt, and oh. I'll know what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That means good job. <laughs> <laughs> I love British people. Yeah, they're awesome. They're great. Jen, I wanted to ask you, too. I, I was taken back, honestly. I did not you were take taken aback. Taken aback. I did not realize you were a hunter. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You mm. bagged a little buckaroo, mm. didn't you? I did bag. He, he was technically four points because I, I missed the other antler. He had a little one that was, it looked like he was rubbing on something like a tree. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it was kind of ground Ground down. it down a little but, bit. Yeah. I picked that up a couple years ago. Uh, we have uh, like a 24-acre farm like west of Hannibal, Missouri. So, yeah. Uh, I picked it up to kind of honor my grandfather who passed away about 10 years ago. Sure. Okay. He was like really into like the hunting and the fishing and oh, yeah. stuff. I used to fish a lot more, but my ADHD brain won't let me sit still. <laughs> to fish. Try so, it again. Uh, Try it again. Now that you're a little more mature, Try, I'm, like I'm give a it a bit, shot. But, uh, yeah. A couple years ago, I was like, I'm going to get my permit. And I, I took my dad's like big old an- antique 30 six out hunting. Hell and, yeah. Uh, the arm cannon. With my, <laughs> with my best friend Moggs. Cause, uh, yeah, the same the same chick that has the rats. Yeah, she's into hunting too. So did you get the first deer or did she? Or did she get one? I got the first one. Hell the, yeah. last, the last couple of years she got him. She is such a good shooter. She is so good. She, yeah, like the 2 years ago, she got two deer in like an hour. Fuck yeah. Crazy. Wow. It was crazy. She yeah, limited she out. Shot, she shot a doe and then we we field dressed it and then we drug it out and then she's like oh it's almost sundown let me go out for a couple more minutes and then boom and i'm like come on (laughs) (laughs) sometimes that's just how that's just how it goes i guess and last year i was fussing with my contact lens because we we have Mm. a shack it's not even a cabin it's a shack with a bed in it hell yeah and a wood burning stove on our little farm and like there's like I had to use a flashlight to try to put my contacts in <laughs> and it fell on the dirty cabin floor. Oh. And I was like, damn it, I have to pull out another one. So I was trying to get it out of the package. And then by the time I got out there, she already shot another oh, one. I was like, fuck. You I know, I was like, come on. You know them deer were watching you the whole time. Laughing. Yeah, they're Pointing. like, here we come go. On. She's got <laughs> she's Pointing got a messed hoops. up contact. Let's yep. get her. Let's get her right now. <laughs> So this year on the on the first day of rifle season, we went out. Well, we had to stay in the cabin because it was storming. Like, it was crazy wind and thunder. So we went out after it kind of slowed down to a drizzle. And I went to, like, the corner of our property. And uh, I was like, I left a chair out here last year, I think. And I was like, I wonder if it's still out here. So... I went looking for it and it was in the mud and I pulled it out. I was like, what hell, a chair to sit in? Because I had been hiking in the woods. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, I sat and then I I heard a huffing, like a, like a, like a huffing. I was like, what? And then I t- turn around and then there's just this giant, like, 12-point buck on oh. our fence line, like, looking into the neighbor's property. And I was like, I can't shoot this deer. He's in the wrong spot because mm-hmm. you, like, can't take a horizon shot. You like mm-hmm. can't shoot into other people's. You have to like shoot downward at an angle so it like hits the ground if you miss. Definitely. And I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> and I was like, "Just we we're staring each other down." And then, and then uh, he realized what I was, and then he like ran off. And then I ran to Megan, and I was like, "I messed up! I messed up! <laughs> I should have shot him in the neck." <laughs> oh, beautiful buck. And then uh, she was making fun of me. She was like. She's like, you didn't like, you didn't take a shot. I was like, no, it was in the wrong spot. She's like, you can't ps- 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 a deer. That's not how that works. Yeah, come here, little guy. Come here. <laughs> come here. You gotta come do. Here. You gotta do like the cat. Ps- 
Yep, yeah. And they'll come right over to you. Then you can just shoot them right in the head. No, Jen, let's applaud you for following the rules because I can tell you a lot of people in Iowa that I know would definitely have not followed the rules. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, you're sitting watching TV on your couch Mm -hmm. when a 30-06 round goes through your fucking wall. Mm -hmm. And you say, what the hell was that? (laughs) No, and then the lady next door, like, I know she was talking to my brother-in-law because they were shooting rifles. They were, like, sighting in rifles on the property, and she got mad because, like, it was, like, in the vicinity of her cows, and she's like, please don't shoot near my property. Ooh. And I wanted to be respectful because I don't want to, like, shoot a cow and, like, no. owe a lady money. <laughs> That's not cheap. So, no. No, a cow's not cheap. But, yeah, like, that Sunday, we went out, like, right before um, right before the sun came up, and I got in the deer stand, and the buck came out. Oh, yeah. This got is awesome. Got the deer shakes. I was like, ah! Buck fever. Buck fever. And then I I jerked when I shot. I tried to shoot him in his heart, like, and uh, I jerked and ended up hitting him in his spine, and he just jerked. I mean, Uh, I would assume that would get him too. Well, it'll make him stop moving. Yeah, I didn't have to chase him, which was cool. Yeah, got my first deer. Makes me. Oh, that was your first deer. That was my first deer ever. Holy shit! Before, because I only started hunting like. Three or four years ago. Sure. Yeah, I went out with my dad's antique thirty out six that couldn't hit anything. <laughs> Look, and you then uh, I bought myself a, a two seventy bolt mm. action. Mm. Nice and light. Wait, which gun did you get him with? Two seventy. Two seventy. Okay. Well, maybe you can next year you can handicap yourself with the older gun, make it more of a challenge That's for right. yourself. That's there. right. Like on Red Dead Redemption mm-hmm. 2, where you mm-hmm. have to just use the bow and arrow for the legendary <laughs> buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. With that, so yeah. do you do you process the meat for yourself, or you I, you can I donate have, it? Right. Anytime my friend has gotten them on the property, she like splits the meat with me. But like one year, we were both laid off and broke. So yeah, I had a deer hanging in my garage. And Hell yeah, we were, we were cutting <laughs> it up. But this year, I was working, and that was like the end of like my four days off. When, like it was on a Sunday and I had to go back to work that Monday. Yeah. So I was like, screw this. I'm gonna drop it off at the processor at the butcher. That's right. That's pay right. Pay the money. Around this time, all the butcher shops around here say we process game too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then what? I already got the steaks and all the all the fresh ones back already. You know what? I was gonna I was gonna ask my my dad's a very avid hunter. He usually gets one deer a year. Black powder, right? He, uh, yeah, he prefers muzzleloader. Mm. He, I don't think he's ever gotten a steak, like a venison steak. He always like either gets jerky or like grinds it up like 50-50 with beef. Sure. Mm. That's weird. Why wouldn't the backstrap is like the best part? It's a way to go. If you're not I, trying I to make a roast, mm. like, because man, like backstrap steak. roast. Oh, it's mama. like a very lean steak. It's delicious. It's good. It needs a little more fat, I would say. <laughs> yeah, but... you, you add a little oil to it. Uh-huh. It's delicious. I made meatballs for Thanksgiving. That'll do it. Like half and half pork. That'll pork. do it. Ground pork with it. Well, the way he always mixes it where it's like half beef, half venison, then it has... Just enough beef or, or yeah, just enough fat in there where it's like not dry or anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I guess one year they canned venison meat, which yep. it, it sounds weird, but it makes exceedingly good, like, uh, why can't I think of the name of it right now? Stroganoff. Oh, sure. Dear Stroganoff. It's fucking sure. it's really Delicious. good. 
Yeah. yeah. I usually make roasts and different things. Oh. So, so, so delicious. So, okay, the the backstrap roast meat to to keep it to add the fat that it doesn't have. What do you what do you got to put in there to make it like really succulent and good? You just like uh fry it in like olive oil or something. Okay. So Yeah, you, it's real lean, it's delicious. Do you you bake it? I'm assuming, right? After you sear it? I have baked it before. Okay. What do you prefer to do with it? Oh, smoke it. Oh yeah, <laughs> really? Right. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the get preferred. My buddy, to, our old roommate, to come back and smoke, because he was the smoke master. He'd smoke stuff for us. <laughs> that's the preferred but way I've for any meat. Forever. Really, more than. I'd rather grill. No, I think. No, no. You're a smoker. Are boy? you? Are you ridiculous? Go to any <laughs> barbecue place that's worth its fucking salt. That's all smoked meat, baby. It's so good. They Hell have yeah. a good smoker though. Like a homemade little dinky cabinet that has smoke. I've never had it taste that good. Well, you need to go to Jody's house, but hers is a little Whoa. bit bigger than that. Does she have like the barrel thingy? No, it's a giant chest. Smoker. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hell it's yeah. Very. Fun. Wait. So if it's like a chest, she can do six pork butts at once. Okay. Well, that's a big boy right yeah. there. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> How is the barbecue in St. Lu- or Missouri, St. Louis? Well, it's one of the most Louis famous. Has great barbecue. Yeah, does it? Go to Pappy's. Mm. Pappy's downtown. It's great barbecue. We're like deprived of good barbecue around here, and it's like some and then of my we have favorite. Sugar fire, sugar fire, sugar fire, sugar fire or fryer. Sugar fire. Sugar fire. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Do they? Okay, does St. Louis their barbecue sauce? What is what side of the 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 line do they fall on? Are they vinegar based? I think it's just I think it's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. sweet okay. Okay. Sweet and tangy. I guess what is Kansas I don't eat City? a lot of barbecue to be honest, but I can never remember. I think Kansas I... City is uh like molasses based mm. and then like East Coast I Carolinas think the, the Car- is vinegar. Carolinas is definitely the vinegar. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I love Korean barbecue. Korean mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. Well, we I... have this awesome fusion restaurant here called Soul Taco. I've heard and of that. Why yeah. have I heard it's of that? Oh, good. There, there's. They have locations in Chicago too. Maybe they have one here. I don't think so. No. Why it's have so I good. heard of Soul Taco? Have you guys been talking about? Did you and Robbie talk about it in the Twitch chat or something? We you did. And we talked okay. about it. It was you and so Lunchbox in the good. Twitch chat. All right. It's like so, bagogi and a burrito. So delicious. So wait, it's a mixture between Kore- Korean and Korean. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So you put it on nachos, like the nachos, it'll be like like the bagogi or the chicken or the pork or whatever. And then they throw the nacho or the, the queso on it. And then they have the, the kimchi. It's oh, like a spicy, spicy kimchi. I need to have good, like uh, something with good kimchi in it because the few times I've just had like the basic shit in like some sort of noodle cup or something, it's just kind of like, I don't know, it didn't taste that good. What, an instant noodle cup? Of course it's not going to taste as good as real goddamn kimchi. Have you ever been to like uh, a Korean barbecue place where you like cook Uh, it uh on the little stoves? So good. Not even like uh, Genghis Khan's or whatever it's called. That's Mongolian, though. Yeah, they have it there, too. <laughs> They're all the same. No. The, uh, Where you have, like, ten servings of, like, different kinds of kimchi. Oh, I rice, need, I need to get into the kimchi world. Get into it. I need to get into it. Snap I just, into a Kim Jim. Some of those, like, um, 
it's funny you bring it up because I was just thinking about today for like uh my to bring a lunch every day to work and I'm like those little noodle cups are okay for like some substance substance and uh a lot of them have kimchi in it and I remember a lot of them tasting kind of poopy mm-hmm. with that dried kimchi yeah <laughs> and I'm just yeah, like I've never liked like the kimchi noodles in anything yeah it's not that great they're rehydrated <laughs> bs <laughs> It's no good. What is a good noodle cup? Does anybody know a good they, they noodle cup? They don't exist. I don't know. They don't exist. Don't Every Korean movie I've watched, when they need a snack break, they're in there eating their noodle cup. So what the hell are they eating? Well, they are better at eating shitty stuff <laughs> than us. I have a sensitivity to MSG, so I can't do noodles. Ah. Ooh, do you get all fevery? Like your face no, feels like really hot? Migraines. Migraine. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, it'll be like a lingering three-day migraine for mm. me if I. I thought migraines were cancer. brain cancer when I had it the first <laughs> time because I didn't think anything could hurt so bad, and then I was like throwing up because my head hurt so bad, and then I was yep. like, I definitely have a brain tumor, but it wasn't. It was a migraine. I th- the the thing you should know now is I think a brain tumor is like a a long process, not just like an instant headache. Yeah, well, yeah. So I'm also I also have anxiety problems, <laughs> Cody. So sometimes I jump the gun. Isn't it a lot of like some brain tumors you start like acting different and you'll start hallucinating and shit, and you won't even realize that you have a mm. problem because that's your reality now. Well, fantastic, good. That's mm. good. I always remember an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. The guy found out he had a brain tumor because he was trying to wrestle a bear. Ah. And his, his ability to make wrestle. rational decisions was taken what? away. He thought he was Zangief, mm. the red cyclone, bear wrestler <laughs> from Russia. Mm. I, how many bears has Zangief taken down? Do you know? Uh, at least one. There's the one in okay. canon lore. I don't know how many others. He's Did he done. do a little spinning um, pile driver thing? Yeah, SPD, and the bear now shows up at all of his matches. Oh, he didn't kill it. No, it's a wrestling match, dude. Okay. They don't. It's not Mortal Kombat. Well, I didn't think Street a, Fighter. I didn't think a bear would be able to like control itself. Well, it probably wouldn't have. But Zangief <laughs> is a human and okay. not a bear. Okay. Gotcha. That's an impressive I feat. Story about hunting. All right, but, let's hear uh, it. Because, like, on our, uh, we were, we had to go into town to get a tarp because I had to put the deer in my Honda Civic. <laughs> I'm like that. I can't justify the gas mileage on a truck right now. Okay? All right, so I had to get a tarp, and uh, we were listening to uh, the third part of Larry Eiler. Hell yeah! Hell yeah. And. Uh, we were uh, we were cracking up because you were talking about mushroom hunters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, while we were in the woods hunting, uh, Megan and I were uh, we were texting pictures of mushrooms to each other because we are also mushroom hunters. Well, there we go. Everyone's a goddamn <laughs> mushroom hunter. You, They're finding we all the bodies. Like, when are we gonna find a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> Someday we'll find a dead body because we were like, yeah, we were upset because we found. Uh, my talkie that was past its prime when we found chicken in the woods was that was past its prime. Aww. We were like cracking up. Wait, how okay mushroom hunters. How, how do you know if it's past its prime? Moldy? Does it get mold on it? It just gets wilted and it's soggy. Wilted. Uh. Okay. You know what? To be honest, we should all know mushrooms properly because if something ever happens, you're probably gonna need to survive off mushrooms. Yeah. You better yeah. know 
what you need to eat to yeah. not Rich kill protein. yourself. Right. I mean, I, can, the mushrooms, like the edible ones around the Midwest, can you eat them raw or do some of them require cooking before you eat them? Uh, not sure. You think hmm. you need, I, we well, need... I only have a handful that I am confident in identifying. So, if you ID a chicken of the woods, can you eat, <laughs> pluck that out the ground and eat it or no? Yeah. Just straight away, hmm. pop it right in your mouth yeah. like a. All right. Like clean all the sometimes sticks like get caught in it while it's growing. Sure, sure. Bugs get in it. Or well, whatever. when I eat fish, sometimes there's bones in it. So guess what? <laughs> sometimes That's... you get a little worm in its belly. Yeah. It's the way she goes. Yeah. <laughs> it's the way she goes. What does the chicken of the woods look like? Are they like? It's um blobbyus it's like a blob uh and uh it's orange and yellow well that uh, automatically doesn't look like you should be eating it i yeah. wonder if that's a defense mechanism by the mushroom i don't know but apparently it tastes better when it's younger and it's kind of like pale looking just like mm. chickens i don't know if yeah. i've ever even <laughs> seen one of them me neither there, you gotta go in the woods after like a good rain where, gotcha and it's kind of, uh, a little bit warm do they kind of sprout up really quick? Yeah. Do they? Okay. It, I, I kind of know what morels look like. They kind of look like a, a dried up lung, I think. Yeah. Kind of. yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, morels are so good. I have never had luck finding them around here, though. You can eat them raw, I, I think. No one actually goes out for the chicken, but... Uh, what's the what's the other edible ones? Uh, You got uh, maitake. Okay. You got chicken you got chanterelles chanterelles uh is it uh, cauliflower like wood cauliflower cauliflower mushroom yeah apparently those are really hard to find too they're like really elusive like the morels sneaky mushroom they like they taste like buttered noodles oh mm. oh i do like a good buttered what noodle does here. anybody know what we call the mushrooms that grow out of trees which type yeah, what are yeah. you talking about? You yeah. know, like, it's kind of a dead tree, and you see, like, the hard-ass white thing coming out of them? Um, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, tur uh, a popular one is, like, turkey tail. Turkey tail. Like, turkey okay. tail. I'm just a novice. Oh, but... I see, because it kind of looks like one coming down. Kind of looks like a little turkey tail. I really comfortable identifying, like, five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Bianca showed me this gross video. It was, it zooms up from, and it looks like a ball sack, right? Mm. And then it zooms in, it's like a turkey's head. Mm. It's like a, not a baby turkey, but not an adult turkey. It's in that weird middle ground. Yeah. <laughs> when its feathers are missing, it look like a ball sack. Dude, that's so <laughs> true. That looks like a poorly shaved ball sack yeah. with like the pores that are infected. <laughs> that's pretty good. So Jen, are you are you just sticking to deer? Or are you going to think about waterfowl? Uh, I'd have to get a different type of gun. Yeah, you would. Waterfowl. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, would. We might do elk next year. Oh my! Are they are, are they a lot in, there, Missouri? You got to get in the lottery, yeah. right? Yeah, you got to get in the lottery. And uh, my best friend, they her family has a property further south by uh, I think it's like the Black River and the Current River. And uh, yeah, you have to enter a lottery to hunt the elk because it's like they just re-entered it like ten years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really? But, yeah. You have to responsibly harvest the population. Well, it's all them <laughs> bastard Mormon 
in Utah killed yep. them all. Yep, 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 yep. Or no, am I thinking of Idaho? Yep, yep, yep. I'm it's just somewhere say, in there. Yep. I'm just saying, yep, you got it. <laughs> in Montana. Those goddamn Montana Idaho's. What's that? Said my dad saw a black bear on our property because he came uh, hunting a couple days after we did, and there was a black bear. Those motherfuckers can climb. Okay, what's the rule with the bears? That black- one will climb. What? Okay, back black bear get down. What? What's the house of rhyme go? Are you know. are you thinking of the snakes black before yellow? No, friend no, of no, Jack? no, no, no. There's a bear one. Like one black bears like get down. Uh. Was it black bear get down, brown bear climb up, and polar bear you're dead basically? Oh well, if you're it was if, something like if that. you're encountering a polar bear, mm. you're dead anyway. What <laughs> the fuck are you doing in the Arctic region? <laughs> oh, she was she was talking to me like we need to go fix up her cabin because a a bear actually like got in there and messed oh, it up. Oh, black bears! <laughs> I've I've seen when I was in Tennessee. I think they had a lot of them running around the mountainside or whatever. Like they're they're very cute. They're not. Nearly as big as like brown Grizzlies. bears and yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. But I think they're quick. Oh yeah, they 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 got the agility that the bigger bears. The biggest bear I've ever seen is a fucking grizzly bear. Where'd you see one? In Alaska. Oh yeah, well yeah, that's mm. where you're gonna see them. Mm. They had them in like a little refuge or whatever. Ah, uh. God, that was a big boy. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Just think about Leo <laughs> in that know. goddamn Leo movie. That was insane. He's, he's anybody would be dead. You're zero out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Put the house on the bear every time. I don't care who it is. Why? Here's the real question: Why did they evolve to look so like cuddle, cuddle, <laughs> cuddleable? Yes, cuddly right there. <laughs> Why do they look so huggable? That's I what I want to know. I don't know. They need that fur to stay warm in the winter. Yeah. I know, but shouldn't they look more intimate? Like if you think of a rattlesnake, it doesn't look cute. No, I don't want to hug it. You, you their claws look scary. <sighs> Kind of. I mean, they still look cute. Like, yeah, like why... a lion and a yeah. tiger. Like, I still want to hug the shit out of it. Yeah, them. like, why? Maybe that is that is their thing. They lure you in because they look cute, and then they tear you apart and yeah. lacerate your flesh. Well, I mean... when you see a grizzly with fucking blood all over its mouth, <laughs> then you're like, oh, that's a, the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm. They I even... think that activates a little primal switch <laughs> in your head. How about if they're just catching little fish out of the river? That's really cute. Then I'm going to hug them. Mm. That's the problem. I have two <laughs> phases. Either I'm going to hug them or I'm scared to death. Can, can you imagine that's your life? Like you're just walking down the street normally and then all of a sudden a giant bear just grabs in. That's you're dead. Terrible. Like if we were the fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're just going along normally. Yeah. We just want to lay our eggs upstream. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're in a fucking bear's <sighs> mouth yeah. being ripped to shreds. Oh, you must think that's your God or something, maybe. <laughs> I would assume so. Yeah. It's like, well, I'm being punished. At least he's a lot cuter than Jesus is. A, ba- a giant bear is a lot cuter than Jesus is. Than a little guess. scrawny blonde mm. man with a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> is he blonde? I don't know. He, he is, is in all brunette. the pictures. I've seen. Yeah, he's, he's blondy brunette. He's sun-kissed. Yeah, in real life, yes, Jesus is black. But in every picture that they've made, <laughs> he is a beautiful white man <laughs> with a big love heart. Looking in the Bible, it says he did not stand out. He would get kicked off. He would get kicked off, and he would get picked for extra screening at an airport today. <laughs> if he went through, if he tried to get on a Delta flight, they would pull him in a back room. Maybe yep. that. Maybe you should create that ad awareness with that. Maybe that would really speak to the white Christians who True. don't 
feel that way. True. I mean, I don't But then, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who even knows if he's a real person, honestly? I mean, he's a little we? witch. He was a little witch doctor. That's mm-hmm. all I know. Mm-hmm. He was walking around, a little hippie, spreading <laughs> weed gel on people's eyes to make them see again. What if he? they actually thought he was really powerful because he was born with an abnorma- abnormality where his heart was on the outside? Ah. Uh... Maybe that's what got everybody... I get it now. They, I'll follow that man. Why is why is your heart on the outside and it's glowing for you? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why for your sins. <laughs> That's why <laughs> my heart's glowing for your sins. Yeah, <laughs> you're not gonna feel so good when they put me on a cross and put a spike in me, are you, <laughs> Jen? I wanted to ask. Uh, this is from a long time ago, but it just hit me because Minnesota's like transit. Uh, like, I guess the train or whatever sucks kind of, it's good, but it's like very linear. Yeah. yeah. Is, mm-hmm. is St. Louis's actually like, can you traverse the city pretty well with theirs? Uh, Oops, sorry. Uh, as long as you're really. in a gentrified part, probably. Yeah. I have not really taken the Metrolink to get anywhere. It's like, it has the A line and like the B line. It's got like two. Okay. Two. Okay, okay, so it's basically yeah. like us. <laughs> yeah, we have the North yeah. Star line and uh-huh. the other line. Uh-huh. The only time I've ever used it was to go to a baseball game to avoid traffic. Same, same. I've only done it to go to a Twins game. I honestly wish they would put more of them in there. Yeah. Like, obviously, yeah. New York's like the gold standard. Chicago. Chicago's pretty good. Um, like, I wish I had public transportation back in the day. That would have helped me out. Oh, yeah. I. Here's the thing. Obviously, England... And I assume most of Europe, they're just everywhere, mm-hmm. um, and you can get around really easy. What could it be? The car manufacturers do not want them to implement that Absolutely. in America. Nope. Oh yeah, the American cars—they're like, nope, nope, no infrastructure for public transportation. Everybody has to own their own car. That's right. We signed a deal with Henry Ford. You know how much traffic you would cut down on if you had lines everywhere and then... American cities are designed to not be able to get anywhere efficiently without (laughs) a car. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's proven. City Mm -hmm. engineers are there to make things (laughs) impossible to get somewhere without a car. And that's the truth. It's sad. It is. is. What is like a pass on the subway? I think England's was like 20 pounds for a month, I think. That's pretty good. Um, so I assume New York's probably around the same. That's not too bad. Vegas is expensive. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's like 40 bucks for three days. For th- Something like what? that. Okay, is that for out-of-towners or is yeah, that? Yeah, that's just for on the strip, you know. That's the monorail that mm. runs the whole strip. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty glib of me. <laughs> I assume if you're a citizen, maybe. You're not on the strip. Yeah. If you're a citizen of that yeah. town, you're not on the Disneyland but strip. But is there, is there transit like everywhere or is it? In Vegas, I have no idea. Mm. I'm not traveling to those poor parts. I only want to stay on the parts that are going to make me poor. <laughs> well, you're going to end up on those parts yes. eventually, yes. so you got to watch out for that. Like in Fear and Loathing when mm. he ends up in North Vegas. <laughs> I, do, I don't know. I'm a big believer in more transit, especially like those trains are about the safest thing you can fucking get on from the looks of it, so... You know what, Cody? You're mm. not racist then, because... you. They're trying to keep certain people out, and that's why yeah, they don't have they don't, that stuff. They don't want. <laughs> they don't want black people. 
They're racist. They don't yeah. want black people out this way. Yes, that's that's how it is. And you, yeah, they, are, they, they gentrified. It's yeah, terrible. But here's the thing: if they put it up, I'm assuming like Chicago, everybody of any race or creed would use it. Mm-hmm. Like not. That's the problem, Cody. Mm, they don't want everybody. That's using right, it. Cody. Okay. They want to keep. They want to keep them separated. Mm. Every time I've wrote it, all it is. Well, I mean. Is angry or happy Vikings fans. That's right. So <laughs> in various states of being drunk. Yes. Yeah. So it can be really to- it can be really dangerous or it can be a pleasant ride. You never know. Oh, it's you get to roll those the, dice. The every anxiety time. bubble of everybody riding up to the stadium is fantastic. Everybody's casting doubt. Oh yeah, it's the most negative energy. It's mm-hmm. like we're losing. We wasted money on these tickets. <laughs> we're <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and then yeah. Have you been to the new stadium on that thing? Oh yeah. The why do they make you walk like three miles around and then coming up the stairs, then going down, then getting in the building? Because they need to make you walk oh past the stupid God. Viking ship mm. and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's, God damn it, you idiots! Ziggy like, is an asshole. Remember <laughs> this? I'm going off on a tangent here. I'm mm. sorry, <laughs> but Ziggy Wilf could have put that place in Arden Hills. He could have had the whole stadium in Arden Hills where there was room for fucking everything. But, but no, he had to jam it. In a little corner of Minneapolis, that's impossible to get to. I thought Minneapolis didn't want him to leave Minneapolis. That's also there, too. Mm. But still, Arden Hills. Because, yeah, if you think about the old Metrodome was like north and south, they just moved it like east East and west. That's it. (laughs) Basically. And it's still a nightmare. Hey, we can't talk because in St. Louis... That guy completely moved the whole fucking team. Oh, yeah, yeah. So He took Jeff Fisher's 7-9 bullshit and <laughs> took him over to L.A. And you? they went to a Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. we wanted him to leave anyway. Did you? Yep. We, I signed a petition. We uh, like back, like they were trying to like get funding for a new football stadium, and like we were like, no, we don't, we don't, we hate the Rams. Please. You're a billionaire. <laughs> Pay for it yourself, you fucking asshole. I remember signing a petition for the St. Louis to get an aquarium, and we actually got an aquarium. Hell so. yeah! Oh, hell yeah! The we... Tiny little thing. I haven't been. I heard it. Kind of, it's kind of dinky, so I haven't made the trek down there. And it like opened, I think, December of last year. Oh, so like. It was like right after that COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. <laughs> we were still calling it the Wuhan flu at Walzer in December, I remember. We, we thought it was going to be a joke. Uh, even one week at my new job, I'm realizing how backward uh, Walzer was. Yeah, you were pretty miserable. Thinking, yeah. But is, is it a state? Is it is it like a state funded uh, aquarium or is it like a private business one? I think it's state funded. Mm. I think. Yeah, because, I, said, I would rather have that than the Rams. So. Hell yeah! <laughs> hell I yeah. mean, it's more exciting to watch. I Those think. fish aren't going to let you down. But okay, they were they still in St. Louis when they had the greatest show on turf? I think they were two thousand one. Yes. Okay. They didn't move back to L.A. until until like last yeah. year. But they moved. Ago. When did they move to St. Louis? Oh, that was fuck. That was a long time ago. It was nineties sometime. Hmm. Yeah, because I remember the Rock. When the XFL launched originally, he said, finally, football has come back to Los Angeles. <laughs> no, they have too many. No, I guess now they only have two teams That's still too. LA. That's still too many. <clears throat> that's still one too many teams. Well, now you got the Las Vegas. Are you going to be a Ra- Las Vegas Raiders fan? Yeah. 
Fuck yeah. Their yeah. stadium is actually pretty sweet. Yeah, not Vegas a, is amazing. That's not, my home away from home. Not a single person has been able to sit in there yet. Thankfully. Oh, thankfully. thankfully. But it, it it's a beautiful stadium. Ugh. Fucking A. Fucking A, can I canoe. What, so what are they doing at the Rams old stadium? Is it tore down or is it still sitting there? No, it's still there. It's probably good. they do conventions and stuff in there. Sure. Oh, that's cool. Just, State high school. Yeah, I went to Wizard World there back <gasps> in. Ooh, that's cool. Or something, Comic Con. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, like I, the Oilers. I, as far as I know, like their stadium's still sitting there, and just like a carcass of a stadium. Nobody goes in there. Wow, just a fucking abandoned stadium. I love to walk around in there. It looks pretty sweet. But uh, that's how the Silver Dome in Detroit used to be until they built Ford Field on top of it. Mm. Yeah, the Silver Dome. They were like trying to sell it for like sixty thousand dollars. What what happened to the Lions all time? They were at somewhere else. I can't remember. Mm, okay. Probably somewhere to do with the goddamn Little Caesars guy, because he owns everything up there. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Bastard. Yeah. Add some more ingredients to your pizza, Mr. Little Caesars. Or just make it not taste like a cardboard disc with bullshit hey, on it. in a pinch, I'll eat it. I've had only $5 so many times, and I've gotten I've gotten pizza pizza, so it happens. Uh, listen, we're going to wrap this son of a gun up. We're going to bring her into the station there. What do you think about that there? Cool. Do you think sure. that sounds good there? I don't know why I'm doing that. I'm I see. That's the most Midwestern thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm sorry about it. Cool. Hey, uh, can I plug something? Yes. Can I? Okay. I told my friend Alyssa that I would plug her band. Ooh. Let's hear it. Uh, they're uh, down in San Antonio, Texas. They're called Handstand. Like Handstand. On your hand. Yeah, she was a cheerleader. What kind of music do they do? It's post-hardcore. Fuck he. Fuck yeah. All right. So wait, can so, we, can we, you, I want you to ask her if since Druid, unfortunately, has kind of died, can we use them as the new poster child, perhaps? Maybe. I don't okay. know if she... If she likes it. Is she her if we can use a song she, for this week's theme song? Please do. She was uh, complaining about doing DoorDash and working five jobs. So I was like, <laughs> hey. She's like, dream my song. And I was like, hey, I'm going to be on a podcast later this week. You want me to name drop Handstand? Handstand. San Antonio, post-hardcore. Do you know, can, we, can people find them on Spotify, any of that? Yeah, Spotify. Hell yeah. yeah. First single is called Medicine, and they have a music video on YouTube. I hope they're heavier than Druid is. Me too. I don't think yeah. they're as heavy as as uh as Druid, but that girl can sing and and scream. Oh, she's the lead singer. Yeah. Oh fuck yes. That's okay. even better than a bassist. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> even better than a, a bassist. And two called what is that one called? It has the same initials. Hey, sunshine. I think. Hey, sunshine. Okay. Handstand, hey, sunshine. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, check them out. I know there's a lot of metal fans who listen here. And I punk. Can, and don't forget this. That's kind of what this is. Post hardcore is punk. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm no, I don't know the genres too well. I figured it was just, you know, yeah, you get in the a, pit and there's fight. There's a, a banging scene down in Texas. Uh, she has gotten me into so many good bands down there. So, yeah. You heard it here first. Mosh pit with cowboy boots. That's what I'm looking for. You heard it here first. <laughs> thank you very much, Jen, for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Jen. Thanks for having me, guys. It was a pleasure. Fuck yeah. I can't wait for round three. It's going to be awesome. Sometimes, oh, yeah. you know what? You're going to be round three when 
2021 is going to be the best year we've ever known. <laughs> I can feel it already. Excellent. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Cody, thank you very much. Thank you, Adam. Jen, thank you again. Thank Thanks. you, Adam. All right. I will <laughs> see you guys on Sunday for another brand new episode of the Bumblebutt Podcast. Yeah. See you. Yeah.